Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hello and welcome to the Travelbet Podcast for Saturday, 10th October 2020. I'm your host, John Walker, and with me as always is Andy Vaughn. Hello. Full kit wanker, Andy Vaughn for the Patreons. And I, mean, I, I mean, I don't have the shorts on. I'm just wearing jeans. Ah, people can play in jeans. <laughs> and Gordo in his uh, usual black Jedi Knight hoodie. That's it. It's just so I float away with, like, <laughs> if I had a black background at one point and it was just, like, your little weatherman. Um, <laughs> floating heads. How you doing? No bad. Not bad at all. Decent. Andy's been carrying this podcast a little bit anyway with the results. He has. I think I'm like four or five weeks in a row now with three out of four. Nice. Pretty good. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty jealous. I'm hoping that there's a turn in fortunes. But however, we normally don't do an international week podcast. And I know for a fact you guys are pushing this because Gordo's French Amateur League Division 17. Special, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and Andy loves Asia, which don't have internationals this weekend. So wonderful! It's, it's just how it has to happen, you know. Um, first, what I say: the Patreon is there. The funds have changed, so it is a five pound tier now. You will see it's five pound GBP. There won't be tax represented, and a huge thanks to Gareth Evans and Andrew J Dixon for following and supporting the Trample Bet Club. Five pound a month, extra content. You know the drill. If you want to join, we'd really appreciate it. But thank you for joining Gareth Evans and Andrew J. Dixon. We'll just batter on and go to last week's picks. Starting with myself, I managed to at least keep my head above water with a banker. Um, Benfica v. Ferenza. Goal in the second half, which happened after four minutes into the second half. But what a fiasco. What a two minutes for our man, Ryan Gold. I was getting alerts all over the place for that game. (laughs) So I was like, well, I was like watching on my phone because I didn't realise it was on free TV or free sports, whatever it's called. And uh, I was like, oh, friends have got a penalty. And I was like, Ryan Gold definitely hit the last penalty they had. Mm. So there's a very good chance I'm going to get a letter here that Ryan Gold has scored a penalty. And then it came up missed. It disappeared off my radar. But have you watched it? No. No. So he hits the penalty. Keeper saves it. Oh, I have seen it. You you posted it on the on the, uh, on the Twitter. Mm-hmm. His teammate taps it in. However, Ryan Gold was there to tap it in. Ryan Gold was there to score his own rebound, but the teammate that scored the rebound had already encroached inside the box. So because of that reason, they get to retake it, which I thought would just have been a free kick. Yeah. Because the attacking team have encroached on a rebound. They let him retake it, and then the keeper pulls off an amazing save, goes out for a corner, and that resulting corner, Ryan Gold sets up the equaliser. Yeah. The game ended 3-2. I was being far too reserved in picking one goal because I, I had that noted as being over 1.5 even money. But hey, that's all that in the banker came in. Mine was in Germany Friday evening. Uh, Union Berlin against Mainz. A goal in the first half, 2-5. to five. That goal came after 12 minutes um, and a game that Union would then go on to win 4-0. 
So pretty happy with that. And uh, my banker was super comfortable. Uh, Hibs won three two <laughs> after uh, after uh, we're going up three nil and then just shelling goals in for a little while. And uh, we have a group chat. Obviously, where we talk about our picks for that. And I had I had uh, there was a lot of gifts sent at three nil that were then redacted at three <laughs> two. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, but banker treble in again. Um, that I only got the banker this week. Um, but as Andy says, the banker treble is the base minimum we should be in. Yeah, Hibs, Hibs, well, Hibs, Hamilton missed an hour penalty as well, didn't they? They it did. It was that 3 0, to be fair. Um, but I mean, you bet with 365, you were, were, you were all you were you were golden. Game. I didn't even need to look at the game again after 50 minutes, so you were fine. Yeah. Um, my value, I've watched this, I watched this game live and I've watched the highlights as well. So Leeds versus Man City, both teams to score in the second half. I have no idea how this did not come in. The yeah. amount of chances that Man City missed in the second half is unbelievable. Ryan Sterling clean through and goal, forgets how to use his feet. <laughs> but he just walks into the goalkeeper. When he can go around him, no bother. The goalie's on the edge of the box and just walk, just, just runs straight into him. There were so many other chances, um, but Leeds, Leeds were excellent at there. I mean, Very good. They're just so exciting. Like they, don't, they do not give a shit who they're playing against. Like Man City were pummeling them in the first half. Because they just kept beating, they kept winning against the press because they kept trying to play it for their goalie. But I am raging because we, we, we were all on a, a couldn't day out and I had been telling everyone how much this bet was ridiculously priced. It was so obviously going to come in. And Leeds scored, what, seven minutes into the second half? That's the order you want. That's the order you want. And then it was just ridiculous, man. I'm so angry. I'm so mad. <laughs> My value did come in. Kawasaki Frontel doing the business in the value slot for me this week uh, with a 3 1 away win at Sarezzo Osaka. Odds of 3 4. Good odds. And the pick that John said he really didn't like for me, which (laughs) is the Battle of Wren versus Riem. It was 2 2. Wren went behind 1 0, came back to 2 1. and then it threw in a goal at three two at two two. They had seventy four percent of the possession, eighteen shots on goal, versus um, Riem having nine goal attempts and four. Uh, uh, sorry, nine goal attempts and four shots on goal. So Ren had vastly more chances, but managed to hit the goal less times overall, which is not good. Uh, John was correct with this one in that uh, they have a bogey team and it is Riem. Um, did you see the there was a stat see what you're talking about there was a similar stat in the Man City game and it was like uh, after like an hour there had been 25 goal attempts and two on target and that was both the goals yeah and you're like that is mental oh but what was even more because because it's the French League 1 like obviously you get more stats than you would get for the general leagues that I bet on which is goalkeeper saves there was two for Ren and one for Ren. <laughs> Like, fucking didn't even hit the goalie. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, so 2 2, poor pick. Um, my outsider was in Russia, Spartak versus Zenit. Zenit took the lead after 72 minutes and held on to that to the 88th minute when Spartak equalised. I'd taken the home side Spartak at 13 to 5, but it was never coming in. Zenit absolutely pummeled them. And see, to be honest, see, when it went 1 0, I was thoroughly expecting it to go 2 3 4. It was so one sided, but. I got that wee glimmer when I seen a late equaliser. I was like, go again, go again. But mm. 
No, it won't be like I'll be staying in because I, I, it's too dodgy. I don't get it. Like, I, I find it really hard to judge. Like I've seen Zenit pummel good teams and then struggle to beat the newly promoted Volgograd. So it's a, it's a league I will not be visiting again. My insider was the only blemish on my card this week. Uh, I took the <laughs> incredibly inconsistent Ura Red Diamonds at home against Nagoya. Nagoya won this game 1-0, but it was the, the big 11-5 price that tempted me. And uh, my outsider was looking all right in the first half. The uh, Hoffenheim went up 1-0 uh, against Frankfurt, but ended up losing the game 2-1. Uh, we did mention that this is the teams who are on the longest no-nil-nil streak between them. Uh, and it was 2-1. It was a both teams to score again. Amazingly, on kickoff. So what do you think the odds were on both teams to score in this game? 25, max. 3-10. So just two teams that love scoring goals. Uh, It was a really good game. Watched the whole thing. Um, Hoffenheim did well in the first half. Frankfurt just broke them down eventually. Um, So a bit annoyed, to be honest, because both teams, like if you looked at the odds for both teams when it kicked off, um, there wasn't really much difference with regards to picking either one. I just picked the wrong side of the coin flip it was 17 to 10 versus 17 to 10 when they kicked off so yeah that's how it goes and Kramerich did score the, he did he did score the Hoffenheim goal and actually, Andy I just realised that on Kawasaki we had actually called out Kawasaki both teams to score as well yeah yeah yeah, yeah there, was, there was much more money to be made in that game uh, we say a lot of stuff guys don't just listen to the bets we actually call out right yeah because we're going to take credit for every little bit we say <laughs> and uh, for, for Frankfurt their goal was scored by Bass Dost who if you remember had that mental season for Heron was it Heronveen or uh, Sporting he had a mental season for where he scored like played more go scored more goals than he played games that season that was his season for Sporting yeah I mean he'd, like, he'd won for Heronveen as well I mean he's a good goal scorer but he'll be forever remembered being for me as a guy who stopped me doing a cash builder to a grand when he played for Wolfsburg against Paderborn and I'll never forget it. it. It was just the worst performance I've ever seen. He missed two penalties in that game, and they drew one each with Paderborn, who didn't have a point in 10 games. And me and my mate Mo had done a cash builder, and we were waiting for them just to win, for to go from 700 to £1,200. Suck. So, Bass Dost, forever he remembered. Aye. For all the wrong reasons. For all the wrong reasons. Um, the charity bet, I mean, back to form. Gordo just enjoying people that are terminally ill and not willing to give up any of his money. It's really Gordo. It's becoming an issue. Like it's, the, it's a it's a real. <laughs> it's I uh, I even went with X two last week and I was like, right, I'll bring down the the, the odds on this, and uh, they lost two nil. It was Chateau versus New York. Um, n- no further comment is really on. My one ve- very hard this week, so. My one was the, the very comfortable NEC Breda on Friday night, beating Young Ajax 4-0 at 46. So that's Breda won all six of their games. And they're probably going to feature again when we talk about this week's picks. And Andy? I think my charity pick was my bet of the week. Um, Bronby away at Randers went off at 6-4. to four. Uh, they, they won it 2-1, 2-0 lead. Uh, Randers made it a bit interesting by pulling a goal back in the last 15 minutes. But... Um, a pretty good six to four win for me in the in the charity bet that I had a decent single on myself. And on the last week, we've had some excellent bets as normal in the, the Facebook group. So if you're on Facebook, search Trample Bet Podcast. 
try to join the group, one of us will accept you. But is, is speed is the speedway season just started, or has Innes just came into the group? I don't know. It's it's Polish speedway as well. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. So the Poli- that, it's, speedway. It's, that's the big place for speedway, though. Like, yeah, okay. It's like the you know. Yeah, the best place the, to go and do it. The home of Speedway. The home of Speedway. <laughs> uh, Andy did a good pick last night. He he was up on Dundee United, uh, which he... Um, they put a near full-strength team out. They're pre- pretty much as strong as we could go in that cup. So I thought the handicaps would clear, and they did. Uh, we won 6-2 against Brecon. To be fair, though, so did Annan. Uh, so did Hamilton, away to Annan, put out the full-strength side and lost 1-0. Uh, yeah, but they've... The fans have gone mental... They've lost. They've lost what three times in the last four years to that team. Amazing. Ah, yeah. yeah there was a there's a boy we play baseball with. who was talking about any time we play this team, we get fucking pumped. They <laughs> like, get it, done. Doesn't, yeah. it doesn't matter who you put out. Yeah, they just got uh, that wee shout out to Fraser there for that hot stat he put on Facebook last night. <laughs> move on to this week's picks um, it's all over the place due to international football so I am in the German third division for Duisburg versus Saarbrücken I'm going for a goal in the second half at 2-9 to nine. I had previously marked this as my value for two goals second half but I've seen a better bet so I'm taking this it's happened on average they both averaged two goals like 2.2 and 2.4 in the second half it's happened in every one of their games this season, so it's four rounds each. So I'm very comfortable that this game's going to have a goal in the second half. Stats, stats are backing this up. Um, yep, goal in the second half. Duisburg versus Saarbrücken at 2-9. to nine. Um, My banker, Kawasaki, against Vigalta Sendai. Saturday, 10 o'clock in the Japanese J-League. Top of the league, Kawasaki, 56 points. Play a pretty struggling Vigalta Sendai. Third bottom, only on 12 points. Uh, Form-wise in the league, although Kawasaki lost in the in the cup midweek, um, they're a perfect 15 points from the last five games, 15 goals in that time, conceded only four. Sendai dead last in the form table, uh, the five-game form table, just one point from their last five games, scoring six times, conceding 13. So team at the top of the league against team right down the bottom. Form-wise, the best against the worst. This is a home win all day. It's two to eleven. Yeah, I mean this is this is a handicap one as well. This is like minus. This is like. One where I'd be, if I was gone on a day out and this was live at like four o'clock, five o'clock on TV, I would have like a lot of handicaps on this. Yeah. I would have like minus one, minus two, minus three, just to see how it goes half off. Time, half time, half time, time. Yeah, pumping. And All your things. Pumping. But for the banker, two to 11, Kawasaki win. And then my banker this week comes from the same league that John is in that is the German third division the I think it's, is it the Dritte Liga for third division is yep. that the um, uh, recently promoted Turk Gushu München versus Wehen. Um they've started really well they started so I originally I looked at the first week of the season and I didn't want to back anything in that league because you have absolutely no idea what's going to happen but they were playing as Bayern 2 who had steamrolled their way through that league last season but can't get promoted due to like they can't get into the second division, they can't go up from there. Um, so, and Turk Gusu mentioned took a two-two draw there. They then went away and beat Kaiserslautern. Uh, they went, sorry, they came back home and beat Kaiserslautern three 0 And then last week, away from home, drew four each with Mannheim. Um, 
Vahan, on the other hand, drew 2-2 with Kaiserslautern, won 2-0 at um, Vahan and drew 0-0 at Verl. So the first five games of the season, there's only been one game that's not been over 1.5 goals and that was the first game with Vahan versus Verl. Every single one of um, Turkushu's München has been over three goals in it. Uh, I'm taking the over 1.5 goals in this game and it's 1-4. Um they they had cleared the handicap last week. It was something mental. Like they cleared the handicap by twenty seven minutes. They both teams scored in both halves as well. Was another thing to look at. Um, yeah, so you're going to get the over one point five line at one to four. I'm a fan of that, Gordo. It was a bet I looked at. I looked yeah. at a goal in the second half as well. But the goal in the second half was like one to nine. Yeah, it's just it was a bit a bit bizarre. I think. Like, over 1.5 is the much better bet here. So so I am going to the Dutch second division for Telstar versus Os. Over 1.5 goals in the second half is 5-6, to six, so just under evens. There's been six rounds of the Eerste and this has happened in all of Telstar's games and five out of six of Os's games. Um, Telstar's results just overall have been 3 6-1, 2-1, 2-1, 3-2, 2-2, 4-0. So there's like loads of goals happening in these games, but it's the fact that in the first six round of fixtures, there's been two goals and at least two goals in the second half of all Telstar's games. So I fully fancy this to be a goal fest as well, because us are not great They're defensively. They are second bottom, conceded 13 in six games and scored five goals. So they're averaging three goals a game as well. It's, it's got goal fest written all over it. I had looked at over 2.5, but they were getting 25 or something like that, or 3 to 5. It wasn't a good odds. So I'm taking. Telstar versus Oss, over 1.5 goals in the second half at 5-6, to six, just under evens. Spicy, like it. Um, my value bet, Saturday, 6am UK time in the Japanese J-League, Shimizu S-Pulse versus Hiroshima. So S-Pulse, back against them regularly, they've been really poor this season. Hiroshima are a solid mid-table team this year. Um, Shimizu have only taken three points from the last five games, and that was a win against the only team lower in them uh, in the league, Shonen. Um, while Hiroshima have taken a pretty respectable seven points, as um, would be expected from their middle of the table standard. Uh, it's a profitable move to back against S Pulse this year, and Hiroshima are five to six, so around even money, more than fair. I feel like I see this in every one of your value picks every week. I would also bet on the both teams are scoring. Um, the team win as well because Shimizu have scored in seven of their ten games as well so I think there's a, a good ch- both teams have scored in seven of their last ten games so I feel there's a good chance that that will happen and I also do think they'll get pumped so it's another it's another two three one for me I always think it's a little unfair that I go after Andy right because all his teams sound really cool and I'm like <laughs> right this is Exeter versus South End. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, so my game is uh, Saturday 3pm Exeter versus uh, South End versus Exeter Exeter have taken um, nine points from their first uh, four games South End have taken one they've been absolutely rank um, Exeter have been really good they beat Swindon 4-3 they beat Cambridge 2-0 they beat Mansfield 2-1 they lost 2-0 to Port Vale in the first game of the season South End have lost in the Cup They've lost in various different guises. They drew one each with Crawley. That required them to score an 84th minute goal to get that draw when Crawley were like 3-5 to win that game. They lost in the cup against Portsmouth 3-0. They were, Portsmouth were 2-11 away from home to beat them. 
and won three net on the cup. Um, I like Exeter in this position here. Southend have been garbage. They scored two goals, two goals and conceded nine. Exeter scored six and conceded five. So I think Exeter to win here, even money. That looks all right, but I don't know anything. I mean, a, a Southend struggling, like, well, I, I, I feel like I've shut off. Like, they're, they're, they've got one point from four games. And I meant, like, the players or finances. Like, it seems like a team that just, if there's, like, Portsmouth were, like, one to six after three rounds of fixtures to beat them away from home, it sounds like they're pretty fucked. <laughs> ah, well, it, I'll, I'll give you a small illustration here that they have played, how many is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. <laughs> In their last 13 games, they've only got positive results out of two of them. Yeah, mm. ah, that's bad, right? Yeah. They're pretty rank. So if I say X are here, they're doing all right. Yeah. Mid- they're, they're, they, look, they look like they'll probably end up mid-table. Um, you're getting even money them away from home to continue this streak of just terribleness. <laughs> yeah, I'm convinced by that. More, <laughs> yeah. on the, more on the form of... South End. Yeah. South bad. End are traditionally known as the... What's that team, Andy? The Shonen of England. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's my that's my value pick this week. Um, my outsider <clears throat> is continuing with form. Um, it's the Grafschap versus NSA Breda. I'm taking the away side Breda at two to one. Breda are top of the league. They've won all six of the fixtures so far. The Grafschap aren't bad. They're the form team at home. They've won all three of their home games this season. However, they've won a couple of them by the odd goal. I just fancy Breda. I'm going to stick with them until they don't win. Um, quite happy to see them. They look really good. I'm really enjoying the fact that it's. Uh, Pierre Van Hooydonk's son up front buying in a hat-trick last weekend for the bet to come in. I do think, as a result of your father's name and banging in goals in any division, being only 21, you're going to move on to a bigger club very quickly. So I think he's a player to watch out for because he does look really fucking good, man. Um, yeah. Lewis Farini will not be playing because he's on Scotland under 21 duty. Cool beans. But yeah, that's uh, fine. 2-1 outsider. Uh, back in Japan, for myself, I also have a 2-1 outsider in a game on Saturday morning, 7am UK time. Kashiba Rezal versus Kobe. Um, these teams only separated by one point in the table. Kashiba 33 points, Kobe 32. Um, Kobe have actually been one of the foreign teams in the league. They've got 12 points from the last five games, scoring 13 and conceding seven in that time. That one loss happened five games ago uh, and was a 2-1 loss away at Nagoya. So nothing to be ashamed of or write home about. Kashiba are decent. Um, they've taken seven points from the last five matches. But the fact you're getting two to one on Kobe, um, who are who are in better form, and, and the two teams are pretty similar anyway, I'll happily take the away team at a big price. So FC, so Kobe to beat Kashiba at two to one. Cool, like it a lot. Yeah, I'm good on that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to be a shite bag. So my outsider is twenty-one to ten, not two to one. So uh, the. Uh, I am in the Liga Nacional. This is Friday night. This is Sporting Club Leon versus Bastia Borgo. Two teams struggling at the bottom of the table. Sporting Club Leon's last four games have been draws. Bastia Borgo, two of their last five have been draws. Two dismal teams that both Bastia Borgo average a draw. So they get seven points from seven games. Sporting Club Leon in their last four games, as I said, in a spin have drawn. You're getting 21 to 10 on that. So Bastia came up this season. Sporting Club Leon were in this division before. Both look rubbish. I even looked at correct score in this because it looks like it's probably going to end up 1-1. So for your 1-1 correct score, you're getting 5-1. So if anyone fancies a bit of extra spice in there. However, 
I think this is a draw. This this looks very dry. And with French with the French games on Friday night, I quite like putting on like four or five draws. This is the one that will be on first and of right. that list. So it's so bad, 20, right? Twenty one to ten. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm good on that. that looks, they, they both look awful, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> terrible. Nil nils and one ones in there is. I know, but it's when man. it went nil nil one one nil nil. This one. is the one one week. That's <laughs> <laughs> awful, man. <laughs> it's terrible. Right, yeah, I'm I'm on board with that. That's quite good. Cool beans. So at the spicy price of twenty one to ten, so really boosting that oh uh, outsider trip. Oh God, oh, you win, you win. Right. I mean, you need to get a bet in, but you win. I know it needs to land. But I mean, that's fine. Over to charity bet £10 of our own money on a treble if it comes in we transfer all the money to beat some cancer trust but because of Gordo it doesn't get transferred we only get to transfer a tenner Sorry. Um, my pick is in Spanish Division 2 it's Espanyol versus Alcacon the home team Espanyol have played four in this division so far won three drawn one scored six conceded none they've actually not conceded a goal in the last six games playing Alcacon who have an okay record but I think Espanyol at home, they've won both their home games, not conceding. I think this is a game that they'll win quite comfortably at four to six. I really like the odds. I think you get a really good price for that. Um, Espanyol just came down last year as well. Alcacon, who we watched a lot of when Jack Harper was there, just mm. don't win a lot of games. They're just they're just uh, away from home. The best you're getting is a draw. Um, they really struggle to score goals. So I'm back in Espanyol because I think Espanyol are just going to come straight back up that division with absolutely no problems. Um, I'm away from Japan for the charity oh. Saturday 1pm 1, 1 uh, the Dritte Liga in Germany one of the few other leagues that I know and follow <laughs> that's actually on uh, Dresden versus Magdeburg I'm going to take Dresden for a home win at just under even money 9-10 on bet365 uh, there are only three games in to the Dritte League so far so you can't read too much into it but Dresden have a win a draw and a loss for four points Magdeburg dead last in the table with one point They've only scored one stall season in those games and conceded five goals. I think this is a, a, a decent time to have a look at the home team at around even money. Yeah, like that. That was one I looked at as well, Andy, but I was the same as you. I was like, it's more a bet against Magdeburg, which I was yeah. willing to do, but then I've seen other stuff that I liked. So. Nice, nice. I am in Japan, the G2 League, <laughs> um, with one of the funniest named fixtures ever, right? This is Kofu versus Asvipa Fukuoka, right? And if this if this fixture was played the opposite way round, if Asvipa were at home and Kofu away, the line at the top would read, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's how it says on live score, it's like, because, because of the way round. Anyway, this is uh, Asvipa Fukuoka <laughs> um, have been fantastic. They are second in the league, just behind Tok- uh, Tokushima and one point ahead of Kitakushi. They are the form team in the league. They've got 15 points from the last five games. Kofu have four. They average a draw uh, <laughs> around. They lost last week 2-1. Um, I really wanted to take this as just an away win. They're almost 2-1 to one for an away win. I know why they're that, because there's a good chance that they draw this game because Kofu seems to get frustrating draws. So I'm happy taking the X2 here. And the X2 is 6 to 11. So the X2 in this game for me, uh, Kofu versus Asfipa Fukuoka. It's 7 a.m. on um, is that, is it Saturday morning. Yeah, Saturday morning. I'm glad you've changed that. Really? I'm, I, I mean, I'm going to take them straight up as well as on another on a separate entity. But yes, for, um, a, for a man struggling for charity bet wins, getting in there, <laughs> some, 
getting in there with something around two to one was was foolhardy, in, in in my opinion. So I'm glad you've you've put the X two in. Watch them go out there and win four 0 or something now. I can't yeah, the pro- first half. All done. Yeah. They probably will now. Yeah, but um, but no, I, I quite I quite like yeah. the pick. So I mentioned it before. If you're on Facebook, so it's Travel Bet Podcast. There is loads of good stuff in there. Like so much, it's too, there's too much stuff to keep on top of. That's the reality. Like I don't see half the stuff. I've got people that I, if I see they've posted, I will check. But that that list is getting bigger and bigger every time mm. I go on the Facebook group. So I'm really, really trying to be be clever in who I pick. Um, but yeah, there's just so many people. Patreon. Michael Stokes at it with the rugby again. again. Really good. I, mi- I missed it. I missed it. I came on at half time. I'd missed it. I the only the only thing I was going to mention for this week is an, an additional pick, which we mean John basically talked about before, which was Scotland under twenty ones play tomorrow night against Czech Republic under twenty ones. Louis Farini starting. Who sco- he scored in the last game? I think didn't he? he scored in for- Raiders last game. Yeah. No, I think he scored for Scotland as well. No, he never never played. Oh, it was uh, the Alan Campbell. It was the boy, boy from Motherwell. That was it. Uh, but yeah, so this game has been... Scotland under-21s are really lacking vision when it comes to goal scoring ability. The last four games have conceded... A, a, there's been two goals in them total. So they won 1-0 against Lithuania. They lost 1-0 against Greece. 0-0 draw with the Czech Republic. 0-0 draw with uh, Lithuania. I don't see this game containing many goals and the over and under line is very generous when you get that if you want to go under 1.5 you're getting 2 to 1 if you want to go under 2.5 you're getting 2 to 3 if you want to go under 3.5 you're getting 1 to 4 like I think because under 21 games generally contain hundreds of goals the bookies have just set the line as the standard would be with every other game and the Czech Republic went out and won their last game 6-0 but it was against San Marino yeah. so it's not as if you're, you're you know you can't read anything into that I'll probably take the reverse handicaps and hope Scotland win either 1-0, 2-0 or 3-0. Uh, but I, I, I really don't see there being many goals in this game. I, I'd happily settle around that under 2.5 line at 2-3. So that was my only other pick. I like that. I like that, Gordo. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's more depending on Czech Republic. I think Scotland are pish. Um, I just don't think we do anything in the way of building a team that attacks people. Like it's so like I we we're obviously playing Israel tonight. Yeah, I have no faith whatsoever. Yeah, I've backed Israel. I backed Israel as soon as we started losing squad members. I, I know. But I'm now I got them at eleven to four, and now they're I think twenty one to ten. Aye, yeah, they're still good odds. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no hope. What happened in fantasy, guys? I missed this whole weekend. Golden fantasy was so in the fantasy draft, which is where it's at. Uh, Andy Sweeney um, is top of the table, leads the way. He's the only player with four wins from four matches in four game weeks, a maximum 12 points. So big shout out to Andy Sweeney, who's top of the league. Uh, I think you've got myself and Edward Friel pretty close behind now after I managed to beat Eddie and knock, knock him off top spot. So Huge, week, all for, right. huge week for me and Hector Bellerin. Uh, two assists. Double really. assist, Hector. Hector B. Jason Stott to the sword. Um, Thankfully, he left two of his best players on the bench and signed. I think he had Marsh. Who was it get sent off in the Man United game? Martial. Martial. Yes, that was a whole bunch of negative points. So, Jason, keep up that good decision making, mate. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm two and two now. That's in two, the, two, yeah. In the overall fantasy Premier League game, so the the normal salary cap game. Um, I've got a league with uh, almost forty players in it. 
Jamie Hutchison, top of the table, 268 points. Only 12 points ahead of Ross Thompson, though, who's on 256. And then we've got Christopher Sumner, Kieran Gentry, and Ollie Hornby, all on 254 or 253. So it's, it's getting pretty tight. No one's running away with that yet. I'm just having a look at, is, is it still, no, Gary is off the bottom. Um, am I, have I replaced him or am I doing better? I don't know. Uh, John, you are 30th, Andy, you're in 31st. And I'll just scroll up for me, hold on. I'm in 23rd. <laughs> oh, it's nice that you get to win something. It is. <laughs> you're Guys, if you see us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, posting anything, we really appreciate it if you like stuff, retweet stuff, share stuff on Facebook and Instagram stories. Um, you can find out all the Scots Abroad interviews on the TrampleBet website, tramplebet.com. If you want to join us, patreon.com forward slash TrampleBet. It's £5 a month, loads of extra content. And as I said, Facebook group, search TrampleBet podcast. But that was the podcast. Have a good weekend. Happy hunting. Bye. Podcast Network.